plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today is Monday. Aren't you happy about that? Another week, another chance to crush it, to get closer to your dreams, to your goals, and start living it up. So, Monday, usually we talk about habits, and today we will talk about habits again, but not so much about any particular habit, but uh, a lifestyle habit that's going to amplify your willpower, your ability to stick with any kind of behavior that might not necessarily be that easy for you to do. And maybe it's taking you out of your comfort zone, or maybe it's challenging in some way. So this lifestyle habit will help with all of your betterment yourself or personal development or challenging goals and pursuits and will ultimately improve the quality of your life every single day. That's how powerful it is. And also, it helps you to lose weight, to lose fat without counting any calories or being on any kind of diet. So what is it? What this powerful habit? It's sleep, guys. And having regular sleep habit that is designed to maintain your mental and physical health and performance and your hormonal balance and hormonal health and uh, normal hunger and normal insulin and blood glucose metabolism and helps you to avoid any kind of metabolic disasters and metabolic issues and metabolic disease and accumulation of uh, visceral fat or fat around your internal organs that has to do uh, with a lot, a lot of health problems later in life and now might be already for you. Who knows? But anyway, health, health and sleep, sleep, guys. Healthy sleep. What is a healthy sleep habit? What is a normal sleep habit? You know, guys, there are probably around 30% of people that are larks, basically early people by nature. There are about 30% or maybe even less owls or people who are naturally late 
who naturally go to bed later, who naturally wake up later. That's just how genetically we are designed. And then there is a probably around 30% of the people that are somewhere in between, not really super early people like I am. For example, I go to bed at 9 p.m. somewhere and I wake up somewhere 5 a.m. I actually making myself sleep more. Well, I I used to make myself sleep for like six hours. Uh, and then I realized that I cutting my performance, my mental health, my emotional health, my uh, ability to perform in the gym and in life, uh, not even realizing it by not allowing myself to sleep. And it, be- and it became, you know, habitual. So I wouldn't even notice necessarily that I'm like sleep deprived or I'm tired or I'm sleepy or anything like that. It just, I noticed that the quality of my life and my emotional health wasn't where I wanted it to be. And I realized that, well, from what I know, from what I knew back then, sleep might be an issue for me. So uh, at some point I've decided I'm going to make myself sleep more uh, eight hours in bed, like uh, all the uh, experts recommend from all the research and only, you know, like 1% of 1% of the people might be, uh, might be doing well on six hours of sleep. But from what I knew about myself, I was not of those people. Uh, and, uh, I really suffered from sleep deprivation. So I knew probably eight hours was my magical number. <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, so now I go to bed, uh, at 9 PM, usually even 8.45, I start getting ready for bed. Uh, I uh, take a shower, I meditate, I journal, and that creates a perfect sleep environment, perfect sleep mood for me going to bed and falling asleep really fast. So now I sleep eight hours regularly, and I couldn't tell you how much happier I feel and how much easier it is to perform well without any kind of caffeine or any stimulants or any pump-up music or rituals. It's just easier. I just feel better. And I know that I'm doing better in life, uh, no matter what uh, balls, curve balls life throws my way. I'm just feeling better all the time. So it's worth it. Uh, and this and healthy sleep habit, again, it's something that will increase your ability to do challenging things, uh, no matter what you do in other areas of your life. It's just that simple. When you're full of energy, when you're recharged because of really restful good night's sleep, you're going to be doing so much more and so much better without even thinking much about it. So healthy sleep habit, figure out whether you're an early person or a late night person and how you figure out that without any stimulants, uh, without having to wake up at certain time or going to bed at certain time. When would you usually go to bed and wake up? For example, when you were the last time on vacation and you once you got over sleep deprivation, and uh, got some stimulants out of your system, when would you usually naturally wake up and go to bed? When was it for you? And how many hours did you need then? Maybe you noticed that. But anyway, that's one way to notice what's your natural uh, dream sleep cycle. And then after that, you go to bed and you wake up after eight hours in bed, most days on the same schedule, 
unless it's one in a lifetime occasion or event it's and it's not about weekends guys weekends or weekdays you got to be going to bed and waking up at the same time because it takes your body probably around 2 3 days to get back to your normal biorhythm restoring all your uh, physical and mental functions and uh, a lot of things that your brain misses on those weird nights of sleep you're never going to get that back so you need to go to bed and wake up on the same schedule as much as possible, except again for a once in a lifetime, once in a blue moon uh, events that shouldn't be a regular thing. And by the way, World Health Organization considers shift work work a carcinogen, possible carcinogen. So if you do shift work, I highly recommend for you to change it. It's going to be probably the best investment in your health and longevity and your performance in life and your emotional and mental well-being. Um, so sleep. Having, being in bed eight hours, that's what I recommend, guys. Eight hours, you got to be in bed. They say seven to nine hours of sleep and notice that nine hours of sleep but to get seven hours of sleep you got to be in bed for eight hours to get good quality seven hours of sleep to get eight hours of sleep you got to be in bed for probably eight and a half to nine hours and if you're an athlete or somebody who's going through a lot of stuff in your life you need to recover or you maybe you're sick then probably not 10 hours in bed is a great idea um Again, it depends, but eight hours in beds, that's like the absolute minimum for you if you are an adult and uh, um, somewhere after um, 20, I don't know, 24, 25 years old, um, 20 years, 20 years old, it depends on your development also, but eight, eight hours in bed on a regular schedule. If you are a lark, you should be going uh, to bed before 10 p.m. If you are a late person, probably, I don't know, 1 p.m., 12 p.m., I'm not a late night person, so it's hard for me to say. And then if you're kind of like regular person, no later than 11 p.m. for you. Not that big of a difference, really. Um, and when it comes to weight loss and fat loss, I've recently, well, yesterday, I listened to this podcast with Matt Walker, PhD. He's a sleep scientist, one of the best sleep scientists out there. You can find his articles in New York Post, in New York Times, in uh, in times uh, everywhere and there is a lot a lot of media around uh, his research because he's done really good job with sleep research and how it affects different uh, mental and uh, brain health function and gut health and our overall health and performance and weight loss and fat loss um, so i listened to his podcast with ronda patrick another geek scientist who does a lot of research in nutrition specifically but also longevity and brain whole and brain health um, a lot of uh, related areas. So their podcast is on Found My Fitness, podcast by Matt Walker. Um, I'm going to post the link in the show notes. So their podcast is live. And in this podcast specifically, they were talking about how even one sleep, even one night of sleep deprivation, and that means sleeping instead of eight hours, sleeping five or six hours, that's already sleep deprivation. So one night of that, and your pancreas, number one, your pancreas starts producing less insulin. And what it means for you is when you eat meal, especially if this meal is um, rich in carbohydrates, 
It means that your body has less insulin produced to deal with that blood sugar spike, with that fuel, and most probably it's going to go to fat or increase inflammation levels or uh, make you bring you closer to pre-diabetes or diabetes or other metabolic disasters. So that's what it means when your pancreas produces less insulin than it usually does. Not only that, number two, guys, you become less insulin sensitive. All your cells are less insulin sensitive. And what it means is even though you might have a lot of blood sugar available, and remember that also less insulin is available to stuck that blood sugar into your cells. So your cells tell the rest of your insulin that is already less than you're supposed to have. Your cells do not accept any fuel. They hear the insulin signals and no matter how weak, and they do nothing. So again, that blood sugar stays in your blood, that creates inflammation, that creates all kinds of lays all kinds of foundational things for a metabolic disease, uh, increases, again, your inflammation, uh, your inflammation in the brain, uh, decreases your gut health, and, uh, again, does so many things to your metabolic health and your ability to recover and to your longevity in a negative way. So your the amount of insulin that circulates in your blood becomes less to deal with any kind of blood sugar better. The your, your cells everywhere are less insulin sensitive, so uh, your fuel, most of it will go to fat. So you basically create the perfect fat storing environment by not sleeping. And not only that, but your hunger increases statistically. They did the research for every person sleep-deprived, your hunger increases compared to hunger levels that you would usually have on a full night of sleep. So your hunger increases, and not for anything, but for those the fattiest foods produced by human beings, processed carbohydrates, processed sugars, all these snaky foods full of carbohydrates and God knows what else, your hunger increases for those particular foods. And your brain knows where to find that. You cannot fool yourself. So you'll be wanting that sugary, I don't know, drink or that sugary snacks or cookie or whatever it is you love that much. Your brain will crave that thing. And probably one of the reasons is because, well, your cells become insulin insensitive. You have less insulin available to stuck the sugar into your cells. So your cells are basically starving. So of course you're going to be craving sugar and all these high, highly processed carbohydrates and starches and sugars and, and anything and everything that tastes sweet and you can eat as fast as possible for the highest caloric bomb full of sugar. So it, your cells are starving, that's what you will be hungry for. And on average, they did the research again that among people, one night of sleep deprivation causes 200 to 400 calories more. You're going to be eating no matter how how strong your willpower is or what kind of plan you had for your weight loss and your um, health journey. So, Again, guys, if you're on a journey to lose weight, to lose fat, to improve your metabolic health, then probably you should not compromise your sleep. Otherwise, it's like having a table 
putting one leg to make this table steady and stable and then taking another leg out at the same time. That's what you do when you try to lose weight to improve your health with, you know, all your best intentions, trying to improve your uh, healthy eating habits, trying to exercise more, I don't know, uh, trying to do a lot of things, uh, and at the same time, sleep depriving yourself to, let's say, I don't know, exercise <laughs> and work out 5 a.m. in the morning. I know a lot of people who I work with who do just that, and it's not helping you, it's actually killing you uh, and killing your metabolism and your fat loss, weight loss long-term efforts. So, and uh, again, sleep deprivation decreases your mental and physical performance. Uh, so performance in the gym, performance at work, performance with any creative or mental task that's also proven, guys. It's not just me talking. It's There is actual research that proves that one night of sleep deprivation and the more, of course, sleep deprived you are, the more the effects are. Uh, decreases your mental performance, decreases your physical performance, and uh, increases all the health risks and uh, health risks for such things as Alzheimer's, dementia, decreases your chances to live a long, healthy life, uh, and put and create this perfect fat storage environment that probably most of you want to avoid. So guys, that's it for today. Get your eight, nine hours of sleep, whatever it is you need uh, for your lifestyle to get maximum mental and physical recovery. Don't compromise your sleep. It's the same as compromising your life willfully, knowingly. So you have no excuses now. You know what sleep deprivation leads to. And 99.9% chance you're not one of those ex exceptions who can get away with six hours of sleep. You're uh, robbing yourself of quality in your life, of quality in your years of mental and uh, physical and emotional well-being. Be well and actually, also, if you want to earn more, if you want to have more success, you're robbing yourself of that too. Because unless you show up as your best self, you're not going to get any of that. So guys, starting today, you better figure out your shit and your sleep schedule and start sleeping like a conscious, aware adult on a mission to get the most out of yourself and get most out of your life and look good, naked. <laughs> so that's it for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, check out the links in the show notes to the podcast that I mentioned. Amazing, amazing podcast on sleep, the best out there. And then the book, Why We Sleep, also a fascinating read, uh, scientific book written by PhD, but it's so well written. It's like a story. You, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. So <laughs> check out the show notes, uh, figure out your sleep schedule and put your shit together. Uh, and till next time, as usual, sleep and eat better daily.